Hey guys, welcome to the Baby Sleep Magic Podcast. My name is Chantelle and in today's episode I'm going to talk a little bit about the topic, does your baby wake up 45 minutes after bedtime? Now this is quite a common scenario that can happen. I get loads of DMs and messages about this particular topic so I thought I'd do a quick podcast on it so it might be able to help any of you experiencing any of this um, to get past it. Okay, so for newborns in particular, you know, anywhere between under the age of, you know, 10 to 12 weeks of age, this can actually be quite normal. And it just, it may mean that they need a little bit more milk before settling in for the long night ahead. Yeah, like I said, for anything for a newborn bubba, it can be classed as quite normal. And bedtime in particular for newborn babies up to the age of, you know, 10 to 12 weeks of age, their bedtime can range from anywhere from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. So what they might actually be doing at that point, they may actually be just having a nap um, at 8 p.m., napping for 45 minutes, waking up and have another opportunity to have a bit of a feed, a bit of a wake time before really um, going down for the night, you know, after 9.30, give or take. So depending on the age of your baby. So, um, and that's quite normal for newborn babies. However, for bubbers over the age of, you know, three to four months of age, it can usually mean something else. The two main contributors to this is overtired and undertired, which I can divulge through a little bit more in a minute. But to be honest, the other main contributor to 45 minute waking is hunger. Um, especially in times of growth spurts. Um, Babies up to the age of 12 months will go through many growth spurts and that can definitely be a contributor to waking after 45 minutes if they just need that additional bit of milk um, before, again, going down for the long haul, the long night ahead. So look, overtired might be because they catnapped all day, their bedtime was too late is another option. Or maybe they were even a little bit sleepy during the bedtime process because what can happen, they can fall asleep in that last process of the bedtime routine, which is the feed time, whether it's on the breast or the bottle. And in some cases, if they don't get that full feed and they actually fall asleep in that period of time, then at that point they can wake up um, after 45 minutes or so to kind of make up what they lost in that bedtime process. So making sure that they're really awake um, during that last step of the bedtime process and that last feed is really, really important to ensure that they feed really well um, for the long night ahead. So, and you know, if they did catnap all day, what you might wanna do is to compensate a crap nap day, as I call them, is an early bedtime. An early bedtime can in some cases be as early as 5 p.m. That doesn't necessarily mean they're gonna wake up at 5 p.m. Um, and eat, sorry, wake up at 5 a.m. And, you know, if they do, you can always stall to get to your designated wake-up time, which in most cases for bubbers over the age of, you know, four or five months of age is around 6 a.m. But, you know, sleep equals sleep. So the more sleep they get at the appropriate time for them, the better they're going to sleep. Overtired can usually lead to frequent night wakings and early rising as a result of that. So what you want to try and do to battle that is, you know, compensate crap nap days with an early bedtime because that's definitely going to help. Now, if your baby is undertired, this can also lead to, you know, a waking after bedtime. So, you know, if the afternoon nap was either too long or too late, if they had too much day sleep can also be the case. And also if they're in the age bracket of dropping a nap. So most bubbers will drop a nap from three naps to two anywhere between six and nine months of age. And then again, 
when they're older, they'll drop from two naps to one, anywhere between 15 to 18 months of age. So if your bubba's in that category and you are experiencing some night wakings um, after bedtime, it could be that they're ready to drop a nap. So just take those things into consideration as well when it comes to undertired. Um, because yeah, some babies aren't quite ready to go to bed. And if, especially if you've got a consistent bedtime, if your bedtime's always around the six or seven o'clock mark, um, they may have only just woken up from their last nap at you know 5 p.m. And depending on their age, they might not be ready for bed at 6 or 6.30 or even 7, depending on their age. So when, it, when it's that situation, you're best to look at their wake windows and depending on their developmental age, what they're capable of staying awake for. And that will really give you a clear indicator of what time bedtime should be, depending on you know what's happened that day around naps, um, and what time bedtime could probably be. Um, other things that can that you can take into consideration when it does come to you know waking up after forty five minutes or so is um, is your baby showing any signs of sickness? Um, that can definitely be a red flag. Um, congestion is another one if they can't breathe very well because babies are nose breathers. They don't really know how to breathe through their mouth, so that can certainly cause some disruption with sleep. Um, teething is another huge factor here, um, especially from the age of five or six months plus. Bubbers can teethe up for a couple of years, so teething will always come and go. Um, and at the end of the day, trust your gut. If you feel that teething is a contributor to this, you may like to look at your options around pain relief and, and see what your options are at that point. The biggest contributor, and going back to my uh, one of my second points in the very beginning of this podcast, is has your baby fed well during the day? Um, has your baby been at daycare? You know, has your baby, have you been out and about a lot and haven't had the opportunity to give them, you know, consistent feeds? Um, have they fed, have they drunk most of their milk during the day? Have they finished their bottles? Have they been too distracted to feed off you on the breast? If that's the case, that's another big thing because if, um, bub hasn't fed well during the day, chances are he's waking him or her not long after bedtime to make up for those lost calories. And this is the thing, babies and toddlers are very good at controlling their calories. They don't get what they need during the day. They will wake up overnight to make up for it. So what I normally suggest in situations like this, that bub is waking up after 45 minutes, my tips here on how to help is Normally speaking, I suggest to offer some type of assistance first to try and get them back to sleep. Don't just assume that they're up, ready, and your night's over. Try to encourage them to go back to sleep. And that might mean a little bit of patting them, patting the mattress, shushing from a distance. Um, try to do what you can within reason um, to try and get them back to sleep. If after 15 or 20 minutes, they are still clearly not asleep, not going to sleep, and clearly upset and the other thing here is clearly hungry. If they are hungry, you want to make them work for that feed because what you don't want them to do is get them up after five or 10 minutes, pop them on the breast or give them a bottle and they just doze off after a few sucks or even a minute or two. That is not what we want here. If they are waking after 45 minutes, we want them to really be awake and really work for that feed if that's what they need. We don't want to deprive them. If they need a feed after 15, 20 minutes, feed them, but make that feed count. Make sure it's a really good feed whether it's a, another full bottle or whatever they didn't finish or another side of the breast or whatever you feel that they need, trust your gut. Um, but the key to success here is to make sure they go back in their sleep space awake. 
you may need to assist them back off to sleep because they might be a little bit out of sorts. They might need a little bit of assistance and that's totally okay. You just don't want this to be a habit that happens every single night. The whole idea by stalling and waiting that 15, 20 minutes is because, you know, if they're not genuinely hungry, they're not going to continue to fight for for what? All you're doing is, you know, nurturing them and assisting them back to sleep. There's nothing in it for them. But of course, if they are genuinely hungry, this is where, like I said, you offer them a really good feed. But the key to success is to make sure that they go back in their sleep space awake and then assist them off to sleep if need be. Buy some padding, some shushing, some um, padding in the mattress if need be. Like I said in the beginning, this is a very common scenario. It's quite easily fixed with some consistency, but at the end of the day, it does come down to consistency um, in this scenario. Because once Bub realizes after two or three days that it's managed the exact same way, um, they will stop waking up after 45 minutes, especially if all your T's are crossed and I's are dotted and you can rule out, you know, overtired, undertired, any sickness or health issues or teething factors, um, and obviously hunger is in that as well. So Look, I hope this helps. I hope it gives you a bit of an overview on what to do in situations like this. I hope it also gives you a bit of confidence and reassurance that you're certainly not the only one out there that is going through this. Um, But my motto is everything is fixable. So with the right advice, the right knowledge, the right tools, you can certainly get through this. Um, If you need any other advice on not just 45 minutes waking after bedtime, but, you know, sleep guides, nutrition, food guides, settling techniques um, we have the app the baby sleep magic app and that has all the information that you need and that can certainly help you and get you on the right track and that's without sleep training i'm not a huge advocate on sleep training there's options there if you want it and need it but you can certainly improve your baby sleep without the need for sleep training and you can still be there to support them in that whole process as well so all that information is inside the app um, look if you do find this information helpful please feel free to share it with another mom or another friend Um, And thanks again for listening and I'll see you in the next podcast.